PR Connections Radio presents. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the PR Connections Show. My name is Guy Dawson, and I am your host. And I am excited to be interviewing someone who has been a good friend of mine for quite some time. Uh, we're going to talk about an exciting development I think that you're all going to be interested in. So welcome to our show today. Uh, by the way, this show is brought to you by paidperletter.com slash Uncle Dan. This is a program that teaches you how to get paid by writing simple letters. It's an excellent opportunity for you to earn extra money doing a simple task of writing letters. For more information about how to get paid to write letters, please visit paidperletter.com slash Uncle Dan. And as I had mentioned before, I'm here with my good friend, Evelyn Pacheco. She and I met a few years ago through the networking community, and we have become fast friends ever since. We've got a lot of really exciting projects that we're working on together, but there's one that's really exciting that we're going to uh, discuss today. Uh, welcome to the PR Connection Show, Evelyn. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it, Guy. Thank you for the introduction. And as I had mentioned before, we met at the Large Vision Business Network Mixer, uh, Paula Jackson, who is just a wonderful person who is a, a leader in the community and a real giver, as you are. Um, How did you get affiliated with Large Vision Business Network Mixer? Um, I was just by word of mouth, right? It was by word of mouth. And, and I was um, told about how the businesses were out there. And, and Sergeant Dixie actually let me know about it too, you know, and I went out there and met you. And I remember you coming to me and saying, you need to do being on the radio show and talk about your, your nonprofit. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know. And, and then you talked to me to do it. And so that's really how our, our, our friendship started. Yeah. I just always was, uh, always loved the passion that you have. I know we've talked about this many times, Evelyn, but when it came to what you were doing, which we'll get into in a second, you just had so much passion about it. I mean, there was no doubt that you were in your lane. And I, that just really re resonated with me from when I first, you know how you meet people and you just know that they're doing the thing that they're meant to do. Yeah. I just always got that feeling about you. So maybe you could discuss Nevada Women in Trades and some of the other things that you do in the community. Um. I'm humbled by the things that I do in the community also too. Um, I, we help women. So Nevada Women in Trades came about in 2018 um, because I was told I couldn't do it. I shouldn't do it. I can't do it. And I'm raising my two grandbabies and they're going to be black women later on. And I went, I went to other states and found out that there's other women in trades right? There's other women trades in, in Texas. There's, there's, there's even one in Utah guy. There's one in Utah. There's a, there's a women in trades in Utah. And, um, and then there's, there's other in, in Alaska. And, and the one that really started first was in Ohio. And then Chicago was the next that started theirs there. And so in Washington and Oregon. And, and so I realized that when I journeyed out of the Plumbers and Pipefitters Union and became the first black woman to get a plumber's license in the state of Nevada, that there was not a woman in trades here. 
So I was like, wow, that's interesting. And I wonder what that would be like and how that would work. And so I prayed about it and, and then here we go, right? Um, started working with other people that believed in what I'm doing and my mission. And they helped me put it together. And we have a curriculum, which is a six week curriculum. And we help these women to get into the trades, blue collar trades. Um, we've helped five women, um, minority women, get into five different union trades. And we also have had just recently helped the lady with her CDL. And we also do mentoring for North Las Vegas City Jail, the women's section. And it's and that's been really something too, you know, because we can't have a revolving door for these women that actually really want to come out and really have a change, but they don't know how to do it, right? If you don't know the direction, you know, and and here I am, you know, I I they call me when they get out of jail, which is very humbling to me. You know, you can call anybody when you got out of jail and they call Nevada Women in Trades. And we follow through with them. We've helped three families in North Las Vegas jail that I mentor um, too. So that's beautiful. Um, we also have a summit called National Lines of Women in Trades. And that summit is to bring to bring knowledge, right? to let others in the community know that women can do non-traditional careers and to bring knowledge to the community, right? The organizations that we partner with that they need to be promoting Nevada Women in Trades, they need to promote, they need to help and, and market, right? Um, information about Nevada Women in Trades because it's really about helping the underserved, the underemployed, women that get out of prison, women that been in prison, veteran women like myself that are coming out of there, right? And and they don't know where to go. And and then two women that are in violent situations, you know, there might be a situation where there's some violence going on in the home and she needs to get away from that and she can do that. She can have her kids, she can go to work and she doesn't have to stay in those situations, right? We even have partnered with Cupcake Girls with sex trafficking. We even partnered with them too. Um, so this is really about bringing empowerment to those again that are underserved and underemployed. And our next thing that we're doing is International Alliance of Women in Trades. And we're planning a trip to Nigeria to bring it to that level, to go to Nigeria and get partnerships and talk up, talk to those women and, and organizations and companies that to let women know there that they can do trades and they can be involved with um, making good money to take care of their families. Yeah, the service servant leadership that you've been doing, Evelyn, well, you know, working with the women, empowering them uh, to to seek out opportunities in trade unions so that they can have a better life for themselves and their families. I guess that really puts you in the position to take advantage of a lot of other opportunities, right? The leadership. And then because you run this nonprofit organization and you touch a lot of people and I, because it just seems like you're everywhere. <laughs> yes, I am. And, and, and you have to be right. I mean, if you're truly, if you're truly passionate about helping the underserved, and I'm going to say it again, and underemployed, and you're really truly about the mission. And and again, and it's nothing like when you get a call from a female 
like I said, that gets out of jail and she's calling you saying, okay, okay, come and help me. I don't, I don't want to go back to jail. I, I really want to make sure I can, you know, get my rent and get my kids back and, and, and all of that. And, and, and the lady that got her CDL, you know, she's like, you know what, Evelyn, you changed my life. Nevada Women Trades, anytime you want me to do an interview, anytime you want me to do anything, she talked about the her marriage. She talked about their kids' relationships, you know, and and the other, the other women that we've helped, you know, it, it just changed a lot. And generational though, right? It's not just the one person. It's generations that we just changed, right? And and yes, I am in everything. I'm in everything because I'm a veteran, so I'm involved with the American Legion post, which I made commander of that in the first women, in the first black women to make commander of American Legion post 51. And so I'm a disabled vet. I'm part of that. Um, it's, it's just um, aging out kids that came out of the foster system. That's important that, that we give them something too. You know, um, it is, you're right. You're right, guy. It's about empowering and it's about sticking with them. And it's about trust, right? They know they can trust you. We follow through, right? Mm -hmm. Have you always been this way? Have you always been someone that gets involved in a lot of things? You know, it's um, people who put their hands on things. Generally, they've been putting their hands on things for a long time. Was there a point in your life when you, when you became as ambitious and empowered as you are? Or has this just been something that you've done throughout your life? Yeah, I think it's been through. I've always help the underdog. You know what I mean? It's always been that way with me. Even when my kids are growing up, when I probably shouldn't be saying this right now, but when the kids would run away from their house, you know, and, and I would, I would let them stay at my house for a night. Right. I didn't want them to be out in the street. You know, I encouraged them to go home. I encouraged them to talk to their parents, but I've always been that way. Dogs too, right? Cats, dogs. We had the house where all the, the dogs were at the house, the cats were, you know, we've always, it's always been that way. And even my kids do the same thing, right? When some one of their friends are having a hard time, they go help them. They support them. I don't know. It's just something, I guess, in my heart is just the way I am. I think it's that Pisces in me. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right. Hey. Yes, very relational. And I mean, does that, being relational, that goes a long way. I mean, like I mentioned before, Evelyn, you do have this passion. The passion just oozes off of you when you're around people. But I mean, creating relationships, right? The only way you get things done is through relationships. And you talked about trust and, and being somebody that um, other people feel comfortable coming to, right? That that maybe that goes with your your birth sign and and just how you are. Yes. And it's important to, to have allies, right? It's important to have allies. And because also I know that I can't do this mission by myself. I was once told if you, when you get your nonprofit, Evelyn, you have to know that it's not yours. It's the people's, right? It's who you help is who you, you go to. It's not personally your nonprofit. And once you see that it's the peoples and it's those that you help, it's those that you connect to, then you'll see this a whole different way on how you go out here and you have relationships and how you do things. 
Yeah, boy, there's um, anyone who runs a nonprofit organization, being someone who is the executive director of one, I, you know, I always say, Evelyn, that you got to be a warrior to run a nonprofit organization because you yes. you're providing a, a, you know, a valuable service for the community, but you're not getting paid generally for it. It takes a lot of work to do it, the, you know, from the, the curriculum that you talked about, the relationships that you have to strike up, um, working with the people you got just, there's a lot of moving parts, right. Mm -hmm. To make a nonprofit organization work for you that what's that like? Oh my gosh. That was interesting too, because, you know, when I first started this, I thought, you, I thought, okay, I'm going to come in here. I'm going to do Nevada Women in Trades. Everything's going to be good. We're all going to sit around and kumbaya, right? Everything's going to, you know, everybody's just going to love me. Everybody's going to come here. Nope. That's not what happened. It, I found out that you got to make sure your accounting is right. You got to make sure you do, um, Again, you have relationships. You got to make sure you build relationships. Um, you even got to make sure, too, that you're not burning bridges, right? You, you got to learn how to talk to people and, and, and things like that. And But you got to learn how to love on people, too, and bring, again, those that want to do the same thing you're doing and bring us all together and have a whole group of people, right, versus you by yourself. And that right there is is something that not everybody can do. And I agree with you on that because I found out too that most nonprofits die in the first, what, first or second year. They don't even make it. And I'm going to, I'm on my sixth year right now. And so, yeah, yeah. It's not as simple as everybody thinks. Everybody thinks you just, and then too, when you have others that look at it, they look at you and like, oh, wow, look at you. They think, you know, oh, it was so easy. And then you say, okay, well, then go over there and, you know, do what you say is so easy. And then they realize, no, it's not as easy as you were talking about. It's not as easy at all. And um, so it, it's it's interesting. It is. And and again, and challenge. You you got to like challenges. That's that's another part, right? You got to, if, if you don't like challenges, then rut row. This is a rut row. Yes. Yes. That goes with the leadership and um, being willing to really challenge yourself, as you mentioned, on a lot of levels uh, in order to be able to to provide this service that you know is important for all these women. Right. I mean, there are women who aren't even born yet who are potentially going to become a part of this. Right. They're 18 years from now or 19 years from now, they're going to be members of Nevada Women in Trades and they're not even on the planet yet. You have to have that kind of vision. Yes. When you're running a nonprofit. Yes. And and that's why I, it's it's interesting to see the levels. Right. So we have Nevada Women in Trades with the state. You know, then then I created the National Alliance of Women in Trades, which means the country. Then I went to the International Alliance of Women in Trades, which means the whole world now, right? So those are different levels right there of, of challenges, but it's different levels on, like you said, what we bring to the table and what I had to bring to the table. And, and you got to have passion for this. 
It, it's and, and you know what too? In in even doing, I just want to add, even doing the um doing the mentoring for the women in jail. You you can everybody can't do that. You that's not gonna work, right? Because they're gonna see right through it. They're gonna see right through the crap, right? They're gonna see right through you. They're gonna know if you're for real or not. They're gonna know if you're they're gonna know, right? Then women, you can't put something over those women. They're they know. And so you have to come right and um and be humble. There's no choice. Yeah. Well, you've got another vehicle that you're going to channel some of this passion and leadership into, and that is a brand new podcast here at PRConnectionsRadio.com, The Voice of New Media. Evelyn Pacheco's Roundtable is the, the name of the podcast. Will you share with the audience what they're going to get when they tune into your show? Oh, my goodness. I want to bring my flavor to this right here. I think because there's so much going on in the community and and it's not just about jobs, right? There's there's barriers that happen before you can get a job a lot of the times, right? With the women that I work with, there's some things that we got to do before they can get to that point to where they can get a job, they can work and and all of that, you know? And so I mental health is something that's close to me because I have a son that's been involved with mental health. Um, I think homelessness is something we need to talk about. Um, I even think the, the jails and, and what's going on in with, with the revolving door, I call it, you know, of are we really wanting to help those come out of jail or are we just trying to do a little bit with them, right? And you can't do a little bit in any of them areas, you know? And I wanna bring leaders on here. I wanna bring um, electives on the on here. And I want them to answer questions that are that Nevada has, right? And in, in what's talking about. And and I want them to answer deep questions about, you know, what do you think about mental health? Or 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 what community work do you do? You know, I mean, we need to, this is going to be real. I, 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 and, and I want to speak about Shirley Chisholm. I think, wow. Um, she was something. And there's veteran women that have been doing some things here, you know, and I think they need to be brought out to the light and we need to have these serious conversations. And I know you chose the platform of a roundtable, Evelyn, so you could be very inclusive, inviting, as you mentioned, the friends you have in the community that are leaders, but then it gives you the opportunity to cover a lot of topics, like you said, homelessness, mental health. I mean, there are so many topics, especially with you being involved in the veteran community and all these different constituency groups that you are a part of or things that you're affiliated with, I guess the round table will allow you to, to offer all these different perspectives that exist within a community. Oh yeah. Because we'll be able to talk about it. Right. We'll build it. We'll be, we'll be able to talk about it. It won't be, Oh, well, wait a minute. We can only go this far. Or you can only mention that. No, I, I want to get to the truth. Um, you know, and, and, and sometimes people like to be in these settings and then you next thing you know, they are talking about 
things that happen in their life. And this is why I'm doing this. You know, just like I said at the beginning, why I'm, I did Nevada Women in Trades because I was told I couldn't do it. And I'm raising two young black women right now. And that's a reality. That's a reality. And, and getting information about civics, that's the other part, right? How do you vote? Why do we vote? You know, and I submitted a bill this last legislation. That's one thing I did too, AB 305. And it got vetoed, but that's okay. I'm, I Believe me, y'all, it's going to come back. And and I want to talk about that. You know, um, you, we have we have women, we, everybody claims, you know, and they're, they're all bragging about how many women we have in the legislation, but how many women bills are we really passing here in Nevada? What about daycare? Right? What, 80 to 90% are women households or leaders. They're, they're head of households here. So those are some of the topics I think we need to go for. Right, yeah, just really, um, it's one of the great things about the podcast platform for me, Evelyn, and one of the reasons why I founded this network is that it allows people to be able to, to connect with just everyday people like you and I are, right? Back in the days, media was all about, you know, we only had a few channels and maybe some cable channels. So you had to be a star, right? Or <laughs> or something to be able to, to have your message right, shared, which right. wasn't really your message because it's designed by someone. Right. The podcast platform is just, I think, ideal for someone like you because you get to share the real messages oh in a community. Gosh. And so, you know, yeah. when you started talking to me about all the different topics that you wanted to cover, I just, I'm just really looking forward to, to showcasing your talents on the network. Yeah, this is beautiful guy. I, and you know, too, cause you remember you, when you brought it to me, I was like, I don't know, I don't know, because I'm going to really get kind of, you know, I'm going to go there. You know, and you're like, uh, well, yeah, go there. And I'm like, and I'm still saying to you, I don't know. I don't know. And you're like, no, no, you need to go there. You need to tell you got you. You told me I have a message to get out. You said I have a voice and everybody needs to hear what I'm doing, what I'm talking about and how I'm feeling and, and the things that I'm doing in the community. And, and some things happen outside of this conversation. And now here we are. I'm like, hell yeah, let's do the thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are looking forward to launching Evelyn's Pacheco's Roundtable here at PRConnectionsRadio.com in the near future. Be on the lookout for updates on our social media platforms. And Evelyn, how can people get in contact with you if they want to learn more about the things that you're doing, I guess, specifically Nevada Women in Trades. So they can get a hold of me at Evelyn at Nevada spelled out WIT.org. So Evelyn at Nevada org, or they can go onto our website, which is www.nevada spelled out WIT.org. Those are the way. And my phone number is 702. 801-6591. All right. So yes, get connected with Evelyn. She knows everyone. <laughs> and so she's a great resource on a lot of levels. And again, Evelyn, we're just really, really looking forward to having your passion displayed uh, with a regular podcast on this network. All of you out there, please tune in to 
Evelyn Pacheco's Roundtable uh, here at PR Connections Radio. I appreciate another opportunity uh, to, to share talent with all of you uh, here on the PR Connection show. Please tune into shows on our network. We got a lot of great content that's headed in the winter and spring of this year. Again, stay on our social media platform so that you can learn more about what we're doing here at The Voice of New Media, PRConnectionsRadio.com. Enjoy your day and see you soon. Thank you. PR Connections Radio thanks you for watching this podcast. Check out more episodes of this show and our others at PRConnectionsRadio.com.